Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams, and today is going to be episode 36 of the NeuroEdge podcast. And today, I'm going to be talking about five ways that lifting heavy weights makes your brain smarter, better, more efficient, more sharp, all that good stuff. So, I don't think it's any secret that lifting weights is beneficial to your health, obviously, but I think one of the things that people forget about a lot of the times is how important it is for our actual brain function and cognitive function. So it's very, very common knowledge that lifting weights is better for your health, it's better for your cardiovascular system. But I think one thing that is less emphasized is the importance on our nervous system and our brain function and how that interplays to the rest of our body. So what I did is compiled and put together some research that I did yesterday about five different ways that this actually helps our brain and can help improve our mental sharpness, our memory, our ability to solve problems and ability to replace new brain cells. So I think, again, lifting weights is something that a lot of people take for granted in terms of the health benefits. And probably in the past, it was something that was looked at as more something that fitness buffs or fitness enthusiasts only did, but hopefully it becomes more mainstream. And I think it has over the last few years, but especially into the whole population. So not just younger people, but younger people, older people, everybody can benefit. And it doesn't have to be necessarily being super heavy, but some form of resistance training, I think is going to be good for everybody. So before I jump into breaking all that down, Thank you, thank you, thank you if you're tuning into this episode. I know your time is the most valuable thing, so especially given what's going on in the world right now, I just want to extend my sincerest gratitudes. And it's my job and mission with this podcast to put out as much light and love into the world as I can and hopefully change people's lives for the better. And especially if you're a high performer or entrepreneur that is looking to improve your mental performance by fixing all the foundations of your health. I want this to be something that you can use and go and implement new tactics from day one. And don't forget, if you are interested in the topics that I talk about, learning more, being part of my community, don't forget to sign up for the Daily Edge. It's my newsletter. If you are a subscriber to that, you'll be eligible for giveaways. And if you leave a cool comment or review on iTunes, cool comment on YouTube, anything like that, you will be eligible for giveaways and all that good stuff. So, now that that's out of the way, let's jump in on what are five ways that lifting weights make you smarter. So before I talk about the five different ways, I just want to, again, kind of set the foundation for weightlifting and how important that is. I think probably if you look at all of exercise science for the last hundred years or so, there's a prevailing theme or wisdom that only big dudes lift weights and then everybody else does running or something like that. Again, I think more, and this is just my opinion, in the common parlance of everything, it's becoming much more acceptable for people to lift weights and lifting weights to be part of a regimen that someone is including in a routine, regardless of their fitness level, health, or whatever. I actually think it's almost more important if someone is trying to lose weights, excuse me, lose weight, that they are lifting weights rather than running. I think one thing that people will focus on is, okay, I got to do 30 minutes of cardio and it's got to be jogging, running on a treadmill, something like that. And I think there's actually a much, much better metabolic effect of lifting weights in terms of burning fat and also building muscle at the same time. So whatever your goal is, whether it is to lose weight, build muscle, either one, lose fat, build muscle, it's going to be really important that you 
do incorporate some form of strength training into your routine. And then along with that, some form of high intensity interval training. So again, weightlifting, very important for your overall health. But again, this is going to be more about the mental benefits of it and how that can improve your mental performance. And like I said, I think a lot of the common wisdom on lifting weights is, oh yeah, it's good for you. Sure, it can help improve your health, but I don't think, and this is kind of what is on the frontier of science, is studying the psychological, mental, and performance improvements from that standpoint that it can have on your health because it's very important, especially with everything that's going on in the world today, that we're very cognizant of our state of mind and what we're doing to maintain the health of that and that goes throughout the rest of our life and also interplays with our physical health, physiological health, all that stuff. So let's jump on it. Number one that I had researched is one of the primary benefits you're going to get from mental, from your, you're going to get in terms of mental performance from lifting weights is going to be this idea of neuroplasticity. And neuroplasticity is this ability of your brain to be able to learn new things and change rapidly. It's no secret that as we age, obviously our brain is not what it was when we were younger as children, young adults. And as, as we get into older age, our brain starts to age. However, we are in control of that aging process. Again, we can't stop time from moving on, but we can't control how our body responds to that aging process based on how we treat ourselves, how we treat our health and everything. So neuroplasticity is this ability for our brain to take new information and form new neural pathways that allow us to learn new things, learn new tasks, learn new ways of movement, learn new ideas, things like that. So neuroplasticity, when you lift weights, you're actually increasing the ability of your brain to learn new things. And the reason of this, and one of the articles that I was reading is because of this idea of brain derived nootropic factor. So BDNF, there's not, too much research on it out there. I mean, there's a lot of research, but it's kind of one of the frontiers of science right now is to find out how this chemical called BDNF interplays with the rest of our brain. What we know is it's kind of like miracle growth for the brain. So top level looking down, BDNF is like miracle growth for our brain. So when we strength train, we are actually giving a surge into our body of this chemical, which is going to be one of those things that help neuroplasticity and help us learn and go through new things in a better manner. I think it's no secret that as people get older, one thing that is huge on the horizon right now is the amount of people getting Alzheimer's and dementia. And obviously that's a very scary thing and it's very, it's not something that you want to happen to a family member, especially if it's preventable. So as we age, whatever age you are right now, whether you're young, middle age, old, it's very important that we incorporate at least, I think, two, three, four times a week of strength training because it's going to help stimulate this chemical in our brain called BDNF, which is going to help with neuroplasticity. So we always want to make sure we're learning and creating new neural pathways in our brain. And I think a lot of people have heard the saying, you grow or you die. So you are never stagnant. So your brain is never just at one level. It is either growing or atrophying. And one of the ways that we can help accelerate growth and make sure that we're on the path of growth is to lift weights. So I think that is number one, one of the most important things is this idea of neuroplasticity. So the ability of our brain to change our our external environment is always changing and we need to be able to prime our brain to adapt to the external environment 
and not get stuck where it's atrophying, um, especially in light, again, of everything that's going on in the world. Right now, I know there's a lot of fear and everything out there, and we do not have to let that become who we are. So if we take control, we take control of our health. We can control how our brain responds to things. Again, we can't control the external, but we can control the internal and how we respond to them. So number one, huge benefit, neuroplasticity, and that is because of this BDNF that is produced when we strength train. And you're gonna get BDNF from any exercise and you're gonna get benefit from that, but especially from lifting heavy weights, you're gonna get more of a surge of this. And I have noticed this, especially with gyms being closed lately, um, when you are in a strength training regimen, how much clearer your brain is and your thoughts are. Uh, number two is going to be with your mood. And I think it's no secret that we are not gonna do our best, most creative, most productive work if our mood isn't aligned with being happy, healthy, and coming from a state of abundance. So again, this is gonna be with all exercise, but particularly strength training, you're gonna get a huge boost of this because of how your system works and how your system responds hormonally, hormonally and biochemically to what's taking place when you strength train, particularly with heavy loads. What happens to your mood is so strength training increases dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin. And basically, I am by no means a scientist, but what that does is it sets the precursor for your mood to be better and happy. So if you think about depression, anxiety, all that stuff, whatever has gone on in the past, and I think to some extent we all suffer from that. I don't think you can say you're completely immune to that, especially in today's age where we are in very stressful work situations, not necessarily physically stressful, but a lot of people are in these psychologically and mentally stressful work positions that can very, very, very have a negative effect on our mood and how we're seeing the world and how our body is responding to that type of stress, especially if you're in any sort of information job. But even if you're, if you're not, just workplace in general, and especially again, everything that's going on with the economy right now, it can be a very stressful time. So now perhaps more than ever, it's important and crucial that you're setting the chemical state of your brain to be able to have a better mood because your mood is going to control your outlook on life is control how your brain sees and operates and sees opportunity in the world. So again, this idea that you're going to get a boost of dopamine, serotonin, and norepinephrine is going to vastly affect your mood for the better and make you happier. And I know for me, with lifting weights has always been a part of my life, but particularly if I've gone periods without being able to lift weights, whether it's through an injury or something like that, I notice a huge, tangible, concrete effect on my mood. I'm not saying it goes necessarily down all the way to depression, but I notice how much happier I am when I lift weights. It gets me closer to the happiest version of that I know myself to be. And I think lifting weights is gonna be something that's crucial again with that. Again, exercise, you're gonna benefit from any exercise with this, but I think particularly lifting weights is gonna be because of the short, intense amount of stress that your body is going through, instead of a prolonged steady state exercise where you may be jogging for 30 minutes or something like that, the benefit you get on your mood is unprecedented. And I know being an athlete, having done a bunch of different types of training that nothing compares to the boost in mood I get from lifting weights and particularly heavy weights. That's why I'm talking about lifting weights, but if you can really focus on, and again, this is Regardless of your skill level, if you can do something safely that is lifting heavy weights, you're going to see more of a factor of the improvement from these. So the next thing, number three, is 
Number three is generating new neurons and memory centers of our brain. So this is one thing I came across in my research. And again, you're going to see a lot of these tie into each other. But one of the things I came across was the ability of lifting heavy weights to create new neurons in the memory centers of our brain. And I hinted at this a little bit before, but it's no secret that Alzheimer's and dementia is probably at an all-time high than it's ever been before. And I know people are living longer than they historically have, but what is the cost of living longer? So how much of that living longer is actually what I would and have heard called health span? So how long are you living, but how long is that enjoyable and healthy? And if you're living longer, but you have Alzheimer's and dementia, it's, it's not a high quality of life that anybody would strive to do. And especially if it's something that you can pre prevent. Obviously, there's not a set cure or anything like that for Alzheimer's or dementia. But we do know there are things that can, at the very least, help to try to prevent it. And whether it's something that's genetic or lifestyle still has yet to be determined. But if it is in our control, we want to do everything we can to do so. And basically what happens is you lift weights. Again, all these biochemical reactions are taking place in I'm not a scientist, but we understand it at a base level that it is allowing our brain to produce new neurons. And particularly new neurons, and I'm not sure exactly what scientifically would be called, but in the memory center of our, centers of our brain. So when we lift weights, and this is again in comparison to other exercise as well, we are allowing our brain and creating the ability for our brain to memorize things better. And just as a side note, I remember going through school and I would always tell myself I played football my whole life and throughout anytime I was in school I was playing football so to me school and football are in the same and I was always at some if I was in school I was playing football and I always used to think back man if I didn't have football I would probably be able to get a little bit better grades because I'd be able to focus more time and attention on my schoolwork and now that I have transitioned out of that and I'm studying a lot more, studying mental performance, how to be the healthiest version of yourself, I look back and I think, well, I actually probably got the great grades that I did because I played football. And I say that because what was happening is when I was strength training and football is very strength training oriented, whether it's the actual training for the sport or the training outside of the sport where you're training your body and building your armor to protect yourself, the strength training nature of being a football player actually made me smarter now that I understand how the brain works and all these things works because I was developing all these pathways in my brain that probably a lot of other people that either played other sports that weren't as strength training focused or just didn't play any sports in general and didn't really lift weights were developing. They didn't have these same new neural pathways that I was creating in my brain and particularly in my memory center. And one thing that I was always really, really great at in school was the ability to, I had a really good ability to memorize stuff. And I don't think that's anything genetic, but because I strength trained so much, I had a better brain than a lot of the people that I was in classes with that maybe didn't strength train or strength train at the same level that I did. So again, that is something that is huge is the ability to create these new neural pathways and memory centers to our brain. And as we age, that is crucially important because again, whether it's something from the environment, it's in our genetics, whatever it is causing the rise of Alzheimer's dementia in our society, it is crucially important that we're doing everything we can to 
guard against that. And particularly if it's something where you're only training three or four times a week, strength training wise, the immense benefit you get from that to me far outweighs the cost that you have to sacrifice to go to the gym. Well, once gyms open back up again. Um, next thing, number four, is the correlation of leg strength and cognitive performance. So this is kind of going to another deeper level of what type of strength training helps. But I was, in my research, I, was, I came across these studies and it was discussing how leg strength actually correlated with higher cognitive function. So one thing that is in the prevailing wisdom is that for older people, the grip strength is a direct indicator of the likelihood that you'll get Alzheimer's or dementia. So actually the grip strength test, the more grip strength that you have, it correlates, and we don't know what, at this point it's more of a correlation instead of causation, but there is a correlation between higher grip strength and the less likelihood that you will get dementia or Alzheimer's. Going into another level of that, there's actually even more correlation between the strength of your legs, so training your legs strength-wise, and the ability of your brain to focus, function, and on taking memory tests and cognitive performance tests. So people with higher leg strength actually have better brain function. And I didn't really find anything that said, oh, okay, this is the direct cause, but my gut tells me that there is probably something going on there with the circulation of blood that is going all the way from your legs up to your brain because it is allowing for the creation of new pathways in your brain and your brain is sending signals to the rest of your body that everything is engaged. So again, it's probably resulting at some extent from this idea of atrophy where your muscles are not atrophying and it's particularly your leg muscles that are helping your brain boost all the production of these chemicals and everything that are going to help with memory, cognitive performance, the ability to focus, all of that stuff. So again, leg strength, don't skip leg day. You, know, you probably have seen t-shirts and other things with people that have that uh, as a little phrase or whatever, this kind of a joke, but it's actually, there is some truth to that because your leg strength is going to be a dictator of cognitive performance and function. And for the last one, what I'm going to say, and this is just more, not something that I necessarily research, but this is going to be about focus. So strength training and focus. And this is going to be not as much based in any scientific study that I came across, but much more in the idea of my experience and other people I experience. So just as with yoga or anything else, any type of sport where you have to focus in for a very brief period of time, this idea that strength training, especially with heavier loads, I think it does something in your brain where you have to really focus in. And let me give you an example. It'd probably be easier to explain this by example. Is when you are doing a really heavy squat, or you're doing a really heavy bench press, or anything that is really heavy, your body and your mind have to focus pretty much all of your given energy into that one thing. So I know for me, if I'm doing a heavy squat or something, it doesn't have to be maxing out where you're hurting your back or anything like that. However, when you're doing something, and again, you want to make sure it's biomechanically correct where you're not injuring yourself. But where you're doing something where you have to focus that's almost you know 75 to 80% of the max amount of force that you can exert, it takes a certain focus 
to have your mind in there in the present moment where you're blocking out everything else. Because if you don't do that, if you're trying to lift that much weight and you're focusing on something external or you're trying to talk to somebody or something, you're going to hurt yourself. And so it creates this focus and tunnel vision to where you're focused on that moment in that very specific time to do that and nothing else. So you're blocking out all distraction. And I think what happens just as is all of what I like to say is everything is life. So your fitness, your family, your relationships, your work, all that ties in together. And one is they're not mutually exclusive from each other. And your your work and your progress and one usually will bleed over into the other area. But I think there's just this thing. And again, this is more my personal experience and anecdote. When we are strength training and we really have to focus our body to make sure that we're doing everything we can in that moment to get that lift up and make sure that we do it, you're blocking out everything else and you're focused. Tunnel vision, you have blinders on and that's all you're doing because you have to or you're you're going to hurt yourself or you're not going to be able to lift it up. And then what happens is your brain is developing and saying, oh, wow, I just focused on that one thing in that one specific moment in time. And I really think that bleeds over into other areas of work or in relationships where you're able to focus and channel your energy into one specific thing and block out distraction and noise. So I think kind of like with martial arts, how if you notice a lot of, and I haven't practiced martial arts at all in my life, but if you notice a lot of martial arts people, they're very focused because they're in control of their body and their thoughts. I think lifting weights is no different, maybe not as advanced as martial arts, but lifting weights is no different because you have to channel your energy and your focus into that one very specific moment. And when you do that, your brain is creating a habit and a pathway where it understands how to do that. And then you get better at translating that into other areas of your life. So you get better at translating that focus and that energy to that one moment where you had to get the lift up. It's no different in work when you have a project that you're working on or you have some report you're preparing, anything like that. You have channel focus and energy to where you're dialed in and specifically focused on that one thing and nothing else. And I think there's something to be said for that. And if we can train our body to do that, it's going to result in a brain that does that and then thereby create cognitive performance benefits and other areas of our life that we wouldn't have even imagined. So again, that is my experience having played football my whole life and done a lot of strength training and someone that strength trains actively all the time and loves it. As I notice when I do that, I am much able better to focus on whatever the task at hand is, again, whether that's a work task, something with my family, you're able to be much more present in the moment and focus on that. So that's just my two cents. And although the first four were based in more science, the fifth one is much more, a little bit more metaphysical and kind of looking at the habit creation of the, the mental model, I guess you would say, around lifting weights and particularly lifting heavy weights where you really, you're not focus on you're not lifting a weight and you're talking to someone else you really got to be focused in on that very specific moment in time so that is it and again if you take nothing else from this just take the fact that lifting weights is going to make you healthier but particularly your brain healthier and i don't think it's any secret right now that everybody needs to be their sharpest their brightest and have the most edge possible with their brain power at this point in time because of how the world is changing, how the economy is changing, and nobody knows what's gonna happen, nobody has a crystal ball, but we can control how our body and how our mind responds to everything that's going on in the external environment. So, 
again, if you take anything from that, just take the fact that you're in control and strength training is going to help train your mind to be able to be healthier, live longer, and be in a better place. Um, and again, I think it's pretty common knowledge that it's better for our bodies to strength train, but um, particularly with the mind, there's stuff going on there that um, science has already discovered and we'll probably discover much more in the future about how beneficial strength training is for our mind. So again, probably kind of tough right now because gyms are closed, but at least as much as you can, try to do whatever homemade style workouts you can and uh, be in nature. And I think that's really important too. So again, thank you. If you stayed to the end of this and listen, thank you so much for tuning in. I know your time is extremely valuable. So I just want to extend my sincerest gratitude to you. And if there's ever anything I can do to help, I always put my contact info in the description of all the episodes. So if you ever want to reach out to me, feel free. I'm more than happy to talk about this stuff. Um, give my input. If you have questions or just want to talk about it, I'd love to uh, get some engagement and feedback from the community and hopefully this helps. So um, again, thank you for tuning in and I look forward to talking to you soon. See ya.